So I wanted to talk about this uh, really to, to as an opportunity for me to work through some ideas that are circling in my brain and uh, things I want to come to terms with, things I've kind of learned and observed and wanted to get a good handle on. And it has a lot to do with body weight and composition and where those markers can be helpful and where they can be challenging and deceptive and all these kinds of things because uh, this line of thought for me really started I think it really started actually when I I saw a picture of myself from probably a good 10 years ago maybe more uh, one of my first cuts so it would have been more than 10 years ago and I I got I wound up in this uh, cut like so uh, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. So I, in 2009, I did my first, what I'd call successful cut. So I must've been, so I would have been, I guess about 30 at that point in time. And I did, I, for the first time I, I did a really good trans body transformation, at least for, for, for my standards. And by that, those measures, um, because I'd been interested in physique transformations and I'd read body for life and all this stuff and it never really worked. 2009, I read Tom Venuto's material, and I put those principles into practice, and I took before and after pictures from, it was 12 or 14 weeks, I can't remember, and I was, it wasn't like, oh, you look like the people in the body transformation contest for uh, body for life and things like this, but it was very noticeable, like I finally had muscle definition, and I had the start of abs and things like this like I actually looked like someone who took care of their body for the first time in my life at age 30 and I got <laughs> I got hungry for more I was trying to think well what can I do and it was like well I'll build more muscle which was a good thought and so I'm like okay well how do I build as much mu muscle as possible knowing now that I know how to strip away the fat and I got to what was well, the fattest in my life, actually, I've never even been that weight. I got from, I was down at like, what was I, 130 something pounds uh, to 181 or 82 or something like that. It was the fattest I've been in my life. I've never been that heavy uh, since that time. And that, that was my first experience doing a dirty bulk. And I realized how crappy I looked. And it's like, is there actually muscle under here? So I spent uh, another few months stripping away and I got I got a lot of the fat away and I wound up getting down to um, I want to say 100 and I think it was 133 pounds and I looked at that and I uh, that was my, uh, my second transformation but I did it I put those principles into work and I and I looked at my two and I actually wasn't super convinced that I looked better in this second transformation after having uh, put on so much weight than I did in, in previously. So it was a lesson to me that dirty bulking wasn't such a hot idea. I felt terrible. I looked terrible. And um, it was an early lesson that a lot of people go through, but probably a lot of people go through it younger than I did. But anyway, I dug out this picture and I saw it, and I saw myself at the end of that transformation, I guess, at 133 pounds. And I compared it to what I looked like uh, this past year at uh, about 10 pounds heavier and much, much leaner, like like 
chiseled abs, but I was like 10 pounds heavier than what I was there. So I was leaner and I was more muscular. And it was like, wow, uh, that, that was an eye-opening thing. It's like, so over time, this does work. You know, if you, you can put on weight and then, uh, and basically you're improving your body composition over time. And th that was eye-opening in the sense that, okay, so that was over a long period of time. And if I had been maybe more mindful of the goals and, and what I was trying to do and more adherent, uh, I could have accomplished much more and, and going forward there's probably still a lot of room even though I'm getting a bit older uh, there's still probably a lot of room to improve so I started looking at the numbers and I realized that it my um, for me personally I realized okay well I look at, at like 145 pounds and below I look ripped I looked ripped but I also look small when I'm wearing clothes and on the opposite end of that, over about 165 pounds, I start looking soft. Like I'll look, my muscles will look full and big and stuff, and but I'll be looking a bit fluffy. So the happy range would theoretically be somewhere in that in, in there. And I kind of identified as like between about 150 pounds to 160 pounds is sort of my ideal weight range where I look, uh, where I look good, where I look good both in clothes and out of clothes and um so that that would be so if i look at that as my kind of range and i want to push those numbers up over time just as i observed with with my other pictures but for now um so bottoming out doing cuts to get down to about 150 pounds like unless say i'm doing a transformation challenge or something but around 150 pounds and then when gaining try not to go over about 160 then i'll be happy with how i look and it is honestly about looking good uh, for me <laughs> i'm interested more in the hypertrophy than the strength but the strength are still markers of regression obviously and um so so with that in mind it's like okay well that tells me where i i want to get to so when i but for gaining, you want the, that process to be slow enough that enough of the gains are, as much of the gains as possible, are lean gains. But the same has to be kept in mind when dieting down. And what really makes this complicated is water weight. Water weight is a real thing, and anyone who's dieted uh, in a serious way knows this for, for a fact, that it's it's something that's got to be factored in, but it's it's kind of hard to factor in. And because most people who have dieted realize that in the first little portion of your diet, you can lose a lot of pound, a lot of weight really quickly. Like you could lose five pounds in a week. That's not five pounds of fat. That's you know that's glycogen. That's water. And these things usually you cut carbs down when you're dieting, and then. But it's the same thing like if, you're, if you've ever done like a peak week protocol or something like that where you're drastically, where you're say, or doing keto, I guess. But if you're really drastically cutting down your carbs, say towards the end of a cut to really hit those numbers, like I could lose even at the, at the end of a long cut, I can drop a lot of weight just by basically dehydrating myself. It's a bit deceptive, and what I've noticed is for the way you look, that doesn't really improve you too, too much. 
So, but it makes it difficult for these measures when, when it's purely weight, because if I say, okay, well, I'm going to diet down to 150, okay, I'll diet down and I can do that. If I want to get there as quickly as possible, which some people advocate, okay, just, just get the cuts over with as quickly as possible. Yeah, well, how are you going to do that? Probably gonna, you're going to like do something like cut out all the carbs really quickly and okay, fine, you're going to shed a whole bunch of water. You're going to... You, you can be down 10 pounds in a couple weeks time if you want and and then what's going to happen well you, you okay now i'm going to do my nice slow gradual gain back up to 160 pounds except to do this i'm going to put carbs back in because i want my i want to have my strength when i'm lifting and then what do you know I've, oh okay after a week i've put on half that weight again and where does that leave you so it, it's a challenging thing from that perspective and requires some intelligent uh, programming, especially dietarily, to kind of avoid that. And I think one of the ways is that, in my plan anyway, is that after I'm about to go on vacation here, and when I come back, I'm going to start the process of, of getting back down to uh, to 150. Because what, what happened was I did my my gaining phase, and I got up to over 170 pounds, about 171 or 172, which was above where I wanted to get to. So I spent the last six weeks dieting down. And uh, and it's it's been a pretty aggressive cut, but still I got down to um, around 160, and that was over about, a, that was over a six-week cut. So not super, it's a pretty good amount of weight to lose uh, over that period of time. It's pretty healthy. Um, even though it was, by my standards, fairly aggressive. I was doing a lot of cardio. I was uh, only eating 1,600 calories a day. I don't feel good when I go much below that. Um, so then, so we've got a vacation coming up, and then my goal is to get back down to 150. Now, the plan for that, it's not going to be a rapid cut. It's going to be what would typically be like a moderate cut, what, what you would generally consider to be healthy fat loss. So again, it'll be a, it'll be the best caloric deficit I can manage that I can tolerate without feeling depleted. And it'll be, uh, it'll be cardio, again, a reasonably high amount of cardio, but not excessive. For my weight training for that period of time, actually, I'm going to be doing something that uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be, it's not quite a deload, but the plan is to sort of resensitize myself to high volume. So it's going to be more moderate, not, I wouldn't say low volume, but moderate volume so that when I get back into gaining, I can push the volume up, especially I want to push it up for my delts. Um, but I want to push the volume up. That way, the the gaining phase, I'll be getting all I can out of that. But like volume is a funny thing where you can't just indefinitely keep pushing it up, 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 up. So I think this period of more maintenance level volume almost will be a good. Uh, it well, it'll be good to see how it works to see if I I get myself to the point where I get the most out of my gaining phase following that. But again. The, so the idea is to keep my carbs at a reasonable enough level that while I will definitely be adding water weight when I put the calories up a little bit, it hopefully won't be 
too excessive amount the the water weight loss and same with the water weight gained back um so that that's kind of the plan i mean my plans always shift and you always it's a process of learning and adapting and whatever and it very well might be the case that if i if i gain back weight too quickly then i might get to the point where i'm like okay well i wanted like a four three to four month gaining process gaining phase but i'm already up to 100 and back up to 160 after like a month or two it's like well what do i do at that point do i continue the the slow uh push upward and then or do i say well i'm at the top end of where i like to be it's something that i'll have to i'll have to cross that bridge at that time um but i'll have to do it intelligently because I do believe that there is a floor to how long you should be in a gaining phase. I think if it's too short, then you simply won't establish the gains in any way that will allow you to keep them. Like an an extreme example would be if you spent a week in a surplus and then a week in a deficit, I think you'd get nowhere fast. I think you'd just be spinning your wheels and yo-yoing. Whereas if you take an extended duration of time in the gaining process, I think you'll get more of the muscle gains that will stick around so that when you take off the fat you'll gradually bit by bit push those numbers up um, much again as I have saw my numbers get pushed up uh, over the past 10 years where probably over those um, what was that that was 2010 so it was more like 13 years over those 13 years I probably was in a caloric surplus more than I was in a deficit um, almost certainly in fact and that's probably partially why, or a large part why, probably, my my numbers went up, even without me necessarily tracking it all the time or being super adherent. So, as I say, I feel that if I put a concerted effort into that, um, I will expedite the amount of uh, the time. As long as, again, it, it has to be a slow, controlled gaining process, because it if it's super fast, if it's too fast, if it's the dirty bulk, then, you know, I'll, I'll get to my number very, very quickly, so quickly that there probably won't be any, um, I won't like how I look, for one thing, and I won't, uh, the accumulated muscle just, I think, will will vanish once I'm right back into uh, cutting uh, cutting mode. So, anyway, that's my scrambled thoughts for today. And uh, it's it's largely a reference for myself and uh, anyone out there else in the world who stumbles upon it. Uh, uh, maybe it'll be some useful thoughts for you as well.